0: So, I love comic books, and uh, it's almost the 4th of July, so my, my son Chris is here with me, and we are going to talk a little bit about two American icons in the comic book world, Superman and Captain America, and what makes them work, what makes them important. Stick around. This is The Eclectic Monk. We can, always, we can always go back and change this if we want to. So, what yeah. are you talking about? Yes. Why not? It's my podcast. I can do anything I want to. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm already figuring uh, out. Now, now. <laughs> so, hey. Happy Fourth of July, everybody. Uh, this is the Eclectic Monk. And I'm sitting here with my, my adopted son, Chris, uh, who's hanging out in the greenhouse. And we're going to talk comic books. Yes. Uh, as you know, I do love comic books. I've got boxes and boxes of them. And um, today we want to talk about a couple of American icons, right?
1: Definitely. Yeah, so, they're really important in America. Um, I don't know, probably the world at this point.
0: You
1: know? Yeah. Oh, uh, sure. But their importance comes from uh, World War II
0: era. Yeah. I well, mean, pre, actually. I mean, both of, actually. prior. Fascinating fact. Both of these comic characters are created and, and thrust forward before America entered World War II.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Superman in 1938, and then Captain America shows up in August of 1941, which, of course, we didn't enter the war until December of 41 with the bombing of Pearl Harbor. So uh, pretty interesting stuff.
1: But you definitely could say that they are both a product of the World Wars.
0: Right. Well, the Depression and the war, right?
1: So because they were uh, created by jewish
0: people right right yeah both um both comics both both characters are created by young jewish guys uh superman created by joe schuster and jerry siegel uh who from actually from cleveland ohio of all places uh and then uh jack kirby and joe simon create captain america in 1941 uh two jewish kids living in new york city so uh, I think it's a really fascinating thing that you have got these these um two teams and of course you've got an artist and a writer right so that's always. One, there's coming always two.
1: two yep coming pairs
0: always two one guy writes the story one guy draws the story um and so these um these guys are are creating these things in the midst of the time they're in right uh and so superman comes out uh, it is the great depression uh but Already, I mean, Hitler has already invaded the Rhineland in 36, right? And these are, all four of these guys are first-generation Americans. Their parents are immigrants. And so Superman is the great immigrant story. He is the outsider uh, who is trying to fit to in. fit in, yeah. You know?
1: Coming, coming uh, from Krypton, I guess, could be uh, overseas straight to America. Has to create an alter ego. And no matter what he does, he wants to be a part of it, of that American culture. Right. Um, so I really I really like that. Yeah. And then Cap- Captain America, uh, I mean, he, he is American, but... Oh, man, hold on, I got tongue-tied right there.
0: That's okay. I uh,
1: forgot where I was going with this. Let's just continue.
0: Okay, well, Captain America is a military creation. There we go. Right. Oh, by the way, uh, Chris is a military guy, so he understands super serum. Uh, I mean, if you were looking at him, you would know. This guy has been super serumed all over the place. Uh, he is the next Cap, uh, probably. Uh, probably not. but pro- may- Maybe Falcon. Keep it, yeah, definitely Falcon.
1: <laughs> I can see that one. <laughs>
0: so, but, yeah, no, Captain America, again, really fascinating to me that, that, that Captain America appears on uh, uh, Captain America issue number one released in August of 1941, and on the cover, you have Captain America knocking Hitler, Hitler out in oh, the jaw, right? That is awesome. But you realize that these Jewish kids sitting in America have connections back in Europe. They see what's going on. They know what's happening, and so they're ahead of America, really.
1: Definitely. That, that was their feelings projected on paper, right. and... Um, I don't know if this had any sway in what we did. But, I mean, then we entered the war, like I said, in December. So
0: Right. That, that was ahead of their time. That they knew. They knew. They right? Knew. They knew what was going on. Now, fascinating enough, with Superman, if you read those early Superman comics, Superman, of course, his alter ego is Clark Kent. That's a really interesting dif- distinction for any other comic character, where the super character is actually the real guy and the weak character is... Alter the alter ego. That's the disguise. So Clark Kent is the disguise. Um, but he's a journalist. And so he's dealing with corrupt politicians. He's dealing with mobsters and gangsters and all these things in those early comics. Uh, and then he has this great love story with Lois Lane, uh, his fellow journalist who loves Superman Clark and hates, hates Clark Kent. Clark Kent right? <laughs> uh, and so you got this really interesting tension going on in those early comics. Um, and then Captain America is dealing with what? Uh,
1: never never actually having a life of his own, you know, um, overseas always having an enemy to fight, um, always having to live up to this image, you know, an American dream, American freedom, uh, and always fighting wars. He never quite has a love story of his own. Right. Which, until, until later. Later, right, <laughs> right.
0: right. Yeah, so yeah, and I think Captain America is, is, a, is another really fascinating creation because these Jewish kids loved America. And I think that's what, what makes both of these characters really interesting to me and, and really um, significant because they are America, right? I mean, Superman is fighting for truth, justice, and the American way. I mean, that is his mantra. And Captain America, fighting
1: for freedom for for all, freedom not, for all, not just America, right? But
0: but dressed in the red, white, and blue, the course. stars and bars are on his uniform, Cause, right?
1: Because that's the American dream. Yep.
0: You know? So um, I think that the the history of these characters is really really fascinating. Uh, the time that they're placed in, and and then the importance of the messaging, right? In in the late 30s, early 40s, the message was America is the place to be. America, we love, you know, the immigrants are welcome in and you can be successful here, right? And I think that's something that resonates even to this day. You know, And we can see, I mean, however you feel about what's going on at the border, the truth is the border is packed with people who think that America is still it's- yeah, the place to be. The place to be, the land of opportunity. And, uh, and that if you come and you, you live as an American, that you can exceed, succeed, and, and just be uh, have a better life here in the United States. And I, I think we need to remember that as we enter into this Independence Day celebration, that um, a lot of people went before us. A lot of people have sacrificed an awful lot so that we can enjoy the freedom to sit around and complain about the government and everything else, yep, yep. right? And um, and these two characters kind of really led the way for a generation. Set the tone. Yep. So I love Superman. And I love Captain America.
1: <laughs> I love Captain America. I, I don't like Superman.
0: You really don't like Superman? <laughs> I don't.
1: I don't. Um, oh, come on. I don't like what he's become. Well, so the evolution of Superman is quite quite different over the years So
0: okay well we'll, we'll talk about that when we come back <laughs> don't go anywhere yeah so we can talk anytime we want to this time Chris because um, yeah, there's no music on this one to, for yeah, us to talk fade out. All right, it was no, no fade out or anything like that so anyway um, back to our, our conversation you really don't like Superman I, I don't
1: I don't I don't like an overpowered character okay but,
0: um, but he's not overpowered he is.
1: He all through the years. He had several different powers that he doesn't have today. We all know why, because different authors get their hands on the character, right? And they do different things. Sure, but. You mean Kryptonite America, gold. Captain America stays consistent.
0: Okay. Spider-Man
1: stays consistent. Batman stays consistent for the most part. For the most part. I mean, Besides uh, the gun, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did lose
0: the gun around 1940 uh, when he got the kid. The kid's yes, sidekick replaced now, it. Now Superman never has a kid's sidekick. Captain America has Bucky. He has
1: Bucky. the
0: kid's sidekick, yeah. uh, which again, as we were talking earlier, just off off tape here, uh, one of the dumbest ideas uh, in real life. Any grown man who takes a 12 year old into a life threatening situation is child abuse, right? <laughs> but it worked in the 40s. It worked in the 40s and uh, even in today. day. And, and who doesn't love Robin? I love Robin. Right? I actually like him better than Batman. Uh, but, you know. See, the fascinating thing about Superman is we get Superboy, who is also still Clark Kent. He's just Clark Kent younger with uh, the whole... Um, little,
1: like, salute DNA.
0: Yeah, that, that stuff. Anyway, so, um, yes. But... That, DC Comics can be silly. And, right?
1: Yeah, and we were just talking about that. Actually, like, Marvel really doesn't have, well, uh, um, Captain America
0: doesn't have any silly films. adversaries. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, Superman has my one of my favorite, Mr. Plixic, <laughs> who is a fourth-dimensional imp whose entire purpose is to screw with Superman. He just trolls on
1: Superman time and time again.
0: Over and over and over sure. again. And, and he and never is...
1: finds a way of beating him. So, you know, he's
0: always around. Well, <laughs> Superman has to trick him into saying his name backwards to make him go back make to the fourth back. dimension. Yeah. And that's the, the gist of every comic, which, again, <laughs> stupid, but a lot of fun. I, he does that. I, I love them. Right, they it's do awesome. that. Uh, Superman, of course, does have a lot of serious arcs. And, and uh, of course, the... Probably the most serious one was 1993, where he fights Doomsday, and actually we have the death of Superman in 1993, and it's pretty interesting. I saw an interview with the, the guys who were the editors and the writers at DC at that time, and they got together. They had their annual, you know, pitch, you know, session where they're talking about what are we going to do with the characters this year, and and uh, one of the guys says, "Well, look, we should just kill him. <laughs> we should just kill him," and everybody goes, "Really? Yeah, let's just kill him." I Me mean, really kill him, yeah, really kill him, let's just really kill him, and so they came up with this whole death of Superman, which was incredible uh, because they really killed Superman. he goes up against doomsday this this uh, alien raging death machine, yeah. right, and so in order to save Metropolis, the city that he loves, he uh fights till the very death of the last ounce of energy. Is drained out of his body. He does defeat Doomsday, uh, but he winds up dead. But of course, like every good comic story, he comes back to life about ten issues later. But we got a year without Clark Kent as Superman, uh, and then he gets to come back and he goes through all that confusion. So that's a really that the death and resurrection of Superman is a really interesting story. Uh, if you are not really into comics, like you would say, you know, eh, they're dumb, they're kid stuff. This is not a dumb kid stuff idea. This whole, the death of Superman, the reign of the Supermen, where there's these other guys that step in, and then the resurrection of Superman is pretty, pretty fascinating story and well-written uh, and really long. And so I would suggest picking that one up. You can find it in a trade paperback. You can probably go online or read it on your computer if you want to. That's not quite the same as owning each one of the comics or having a death of superman still in the black past unopened with all of the posters and armbands and all the other things that came with that not that i know, cold. have <laughs> that but I, I do have one so uh, but and then but then captain america is has a death and resurrection story as well
1: yeah which is crazy um so the defeation of the red skull mm-hmm. um he gets encased in ice when a plane crashes and uh he goes missing for a couple of years I believe what years from that, that from, was, uh, from 1950 50 to, 64. to 64 yeah right. that was a long time yep. to put a character who was selling a lot on
0: ice right you know well I think the fascinating thing we talk about selling just as an aside the interesting thing is that uh, he was not selling that much right really yeah so by the by the 60s or by the 50s um. The the war was over and all of the GIs were back. They weren't buying Mm -hmm. comic books anymore. They were having families and moving forward. And so, actually, the like horror comics were big in the 50s and all the super uh, well, even before that, uh, you know, House of Secrets and some of these things, which Swamp Thing comes out of House of Secrets. That's another story for another day. But uh, horror comics were really big, Uh, romance comics, there were all these things, westerns, you know. But the the superheroes kind of lost steam, and so by 1950, Captain America is not selling, and so Marvel uh, just discontinues Captain America, which was you know today seems like an insane thing to do. Yeah, definitely. but at the time, they were why waste the paper if you're not going to sell the comics?
1: But they did end up picking them back up, right? Which I'm so happy for. So in what 64? 64. Yeah. Um, with the Avengers finding Captain America in case of nice. And I mean, I think that his Captain America's story can transition through time, mm-hmm. and it has, but just showing like the American, uh, you know, uh, what was it? The American dream. Mm-hmm. That's something everyone wants always. Right. You know? And. I mean, that's why it stayed so prominent, even until now, because you come out with different books like Civil War, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, Civil War II happened, and, I mean, I
0: just, Certainly the Marvel films, I think, re-energized oh, the, the Captain, films Am- Captain America, right?
1: But before the films, though, were... But in the comics the themselves, comics,
0: yeah, Cap's been around.
1: Really, really good comics. And,
0: I, and some of the... I think the, the really interesting ones for me are the ones where he is dealing with that lost time. There's a really cool one. It's kind of a one-shot. It's a, in it's a, a Mythos series where basically Captain America goes to this uh, home for old soldiers... And he sits down, and he's talking, and it turns out these are guys that were in his unit yes. in World War II. And they're all old men, and he's still young Captain America. I touched on
1: that in the movies, too. Just, I thought that was amazing.
0: Just an amazing story, right? And, and you can only do that with Captain America. Exactly. Uh, but again, it, it connects us back to um, the challenge and the reality of how important that World War II experience was, especially for the kids. Uh, and, and me, I mean, I was born in 63, and so I grew up with Captain America. He was always there. Uh, of course, grew up, of course, with Superman. He was always there. Uh, but they, those, both of those characters connected us back to where we came from. Uh, as, as an American kid, you know, we, we all wanted to be Superman. I mean, we all tied a towel around our neck and jumped out of a tree. Uh, we all wanted to be Captain America. We all... You know, stormed the beach. You know, we all went to fight the the Japanese and the Germans, get rid of the Nazis. You Anytime know, we did I all got that. A
1: Frisbee in my hand, I yeah. definitely threw that thing thinking yeah. I was Captain America.
0: Captain America, <laughs> right? So, I, I think these 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 characters are embedded, especially in boys. You know, in the definitely. male psyche. I don't know. I mean, all girls love Superman and Captain America, right? Am I right, girls? Am I right? No. It's no, Wonder Woman. probably not. It's Wonder Woman. <laughs> eh, she's boring. Come on, she spun around. All girls spun around, did that little thing, you know. Well, Linda Katie's Carter was fun, room. but yeah, yeah really? <laughs> Come on. Um, anyway, I think, again, as we as we are celebrating our independence this, this weekend, as we're here, the Ju- July 4th holiday, um, I just think it's important for us to, to remember where we came from. And I think Superman and Captain America – are touchstones for us there are, there are these ideas and these ideals that exist in in the popular culture and the in the collective psyche of America that help us to reconnect with where we've come from and what really matters is Americans because what matters is the immigrant story we're all from somewhere else everybody uh, who is not native american is from somewhere, somewhere else, else right yeah. we our connections are somewhere else we're all immigrants and we we're all sitting, you know, part of the American story and part of the American dream. And then Captain America, uh, who who gives his life to defend the idea of America, uh, I think is important for us to remember that that this great country that we live in is worth our sacrifice. It's worth the effort. Uh, as broken and screwed up as it can be, it's still the greatest place on the planet to live. And people are still dying to get here because they see just how wonderful it is. So, last thoughts, Chris? No, none. None? None. Sorry. Well, that's okay. I'm glad you were with me. Thanks for having me. This was thoughts. fun. Man, we had a good time. Uh, so, until we meet again, uh, we'll conclude this episode of the Eclectic Month. But thank you for hanging with us. And um, until we do this again, fellow travelers, travel well. God bless. I really do appreciate you listening to the podcast. And I, and I do hope that you will share this with your uh, friends. Uh, just send them the link um, for whatever um, outlet you're listening to me on. There's four or five that I'm actually on now, which is pretty cool. Um, if there's a place on your app to like this, I'd appreciate it. If there's a place to rate it, that'd be great. Uh, if you have feedback for me, uh, if you know me, just send me a text. Uh, if you don't know me, you can go to the theeclecticmonk.com and you'll find in the contact, there's an email. I would love to have your email address. I would love to get to know you. I would love to share um, my adventure with you. And so again, I, I appreciate you, uh, fellow travelers, all nine of you. If you are one of the nine, hold up your hand and uh, know that you are sincerely appreciated, and loved. Till we meet again, have a great day, and God bless you.